First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 707 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy, as always, to be here with you guys, and we are returning to the fight game today. Ben Askren joins me on the podcast. Ben is a former professional MMA fighter. Prior to his professional fighting career, he was a world-class wrestler. He was a two-time state championship wrestler in high school in Wisconsin. He would go on to do his college wrestling at Missouri, where he was one of the most dominant collegiate wrestlers of all time, finishing there with a record of 153-8. and He had 91 pins, which is the third all-time in the NCAA. He was a three-time Big 12 champion, a two-time NCAA champion, and the University of Missouri has inducted him into their Hall of Fame. And Ben was also a member of the United States 2008 Olympic team. He wrestled in the 2008 Summer Olympics in Beijing. He then went on to become a professional fighter. You've seen him in the UFC. He won 19 of his first fights before ever suffering his first loss. He retired from mixed martial arts with a record of 19-2 with one no contest. And Ben Askren went viral a couple of weeks ago on Twitter where he put up a tweet really just uh, honoring his wife. And uh, people on Twitter took it the wrong way. I'll read the tweet to you here. Just This is what he posted. He posted a picture of his wife and his kids. And he put, I've seen some guys posting on social media lately about how they are winning because their wife is attractive. While I don't disagree, I think finding a wife who is a great mother is 500% more important. Thanks to his wife for being such a great mom to our kids. And uh, I understand exactly where Ben's going with that post. I thought it was a good post, but people on Twitter were accusing him of calling his wife ugly and unattractive. Uh, So I'm going to get his take. And and during this interview here, his wife jumps in, gives her opinion on the tweet and the whole bit. So uh, we're going to break that down and so much more. Honored to have him on the podcast today. Ben Askren is going to be here with me in just a few minutes. So please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Ben Askren was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So you want to watch today's conversation between the professional fighter and myself. Please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, guys, and I've been telling you that I've been posting on Rumble lately. I've been doing live shows over there on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I've been confusing some of you with what I'm doing there, so I've changed the name of my podcast or my show over there on Rumble. It is called The Alec Lace Show. It's going to be exclusively on Rumble. You won't hear it anywhere else. I'm doing live shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and the purpose of the show really is just to address all of the issues that are really facing so many parents in our country today. I get much more into the political side of things on there. So if you're interested in commentary on all of these political issues, social issues that are affecting mom and dads around our country, uh, join me over on Rumble. Help me build the channel over there. Uh, I don't like to ever really get too deep into any of that stuff here on First Class Fatherhood. I like to keep this uh, more about the fatherhood journeys of the dads that join me on the podcast here and really just celebrate fatherhood and family life. Over on Rumble, I'm getting taking really a deep dive into all of these things that are really affecting so many of us dads out there and moms. Uh, I think the underdog in America today is the family man. So join me over on Rumble. Hit me with a follow over there. Share the content. Again, it's called The Alec Lay Show. It's under the channel First Class Fatherhood, so it'll be easy for you guys to find. And I'm just going to be posting there on going live there on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
All right, if you guys enjoyed today's interview with Ben Askren, you want to listen to some of the other UFC fighters that I've had on the podcast here, there's a lot of them, including Kamara Usman, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, most recently Gilbert Burns, even UFC President Dana White has stopped by the podcast. So go through the archives of the show, check them all out. If you're interested in taking in a fight, bringing your kids to see the next UFC, buy your tickets on SeatGeek or use the SeatGeek app and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, first class. Save $20 on your tickets. That's good for baseball, basketball, hockey, Broadway shows, whatever it may be. Buy your tickets on SeatGeek. Use the promo code first class, and you can save $20 on your tickets. All right, and as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Father's Day is every day right here on the podcast, and here comes my interview straight up with Ben Askren on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Ben Askren. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. What's up? Uh, happy to be here. Well, I'm pleasure to have you here. Let's start like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I got three kids. I was just working outside with them. Uh, well, with two of them. One's at my mom's right now. I have a five-year-old son and I have a seven and ten-year-old daughter. Very cool. If you could, uh, Ben, for just take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, uh, well, I guess I started my life by red. Well, I did a lot of sports, but then I I went into wrestling. Uh, I wrestled at University of Missouri, two-time men's state champion. Went to the Olympics in 2008, where I made the transition into mixed martial arts. So I fought there for about a decade. Uh, I won belts and won championship in Bellator. Uh, in the in that same time period, I also started my brother and I started asking wrestling academies. And currently, we have six wrestling academies in Wisconsin, and it's uh, it's going really well. Incredible, man. I love the hustle. And so take me back then, if you could, to the beginning of your of your fatherhood journey about how old were you then when you yeah. first became a dad? How did that change your perspective on life? Um, you know what? Everyone says that, but I feel like I had a pretty good, well-rounded perspective on life. Um, so I don't think it necessarily changed uh, at all. Um, you know, with the wrestling academies, I've been dealing with not, not young, young kids, but kids. So I kind of have an understanding of how they work and how to deal with them. Uh, but I had my first kid. I would have been 29, turning 30 that year. Um, that was Alex. And yeah, it was great. You know what? I don't <laughs> my father, I don't really enjoy the like zero to nine, 12 months. I think that's kind of boring. You know, mom's like that. My wife loves it. I think it's kind of boring. And then, you know, once they get a little older, um, and they start walking and talking, interacting. I think that's when it becomes a lot of fun. Yeah, once they can, once they can start having a conversation, or you can start throwing the ball with them, or start to interacting yeah. with them. It starts to become on a different level. But where where were you at in your career as, as far as when you first became a dad, and how did that kind of like how did you how did the balance and all that stuff work out? Yeah. Um, well, luckily, um, I was at a point where I was having a lot of success, and my my wife didn't work. So, you know, when when our kids didn't sleep or whatever, I could get some extra sleep or sleep during the day or, um, you know, something to that effect. You stop that. Um, and then um, by this time, the second kid, you know, Andy was really easy as a baby, slept all the time, no problems. And then our third one, thank God, I had just retired, so I retired my first time in november of 20 i retired november 24 2017 and then we had ozzy 
on December 8th, 2017. So, you know, like two weeks after retirement. So I planned that one perfectly because this dude didn't sleep. He was awful. Uh, and that made uh, that made life a lot harder uh, at that point. But luckily, I wasn't competing still. Yeah, we, we have four kids and uh, going from two to three was our most challenging time. Our, our third one was our child that didn't sleep and he gave us a run for our money. So we were we were right there with that. Uh, what, what would you mm-hmm. consider, Ben, to be the top values that you hope to instill in all your kids growing up? Yeah, um, that's good. You know, I think there should be a healthy balance of, of values. Um, you know, the ones that, so me and my wife are, have come from very different backgrounds. And so, you know, we have like similar values, but kind of a little bit, di- you know, I think we would rank order them a little bit differently. So like, uh, you know, one of my top ones and, you know, for my family would be work ethic. Um, and that's, you know, I still hold that in very high esteem. Uh, and then my wife, I think she would say like how well you treat other people. Um, and as probably a number one value. And because I'm a little bit autistic, I maybe I miss on that one sometimes. Not just because I want to be mean, but just sometimes I, I just don't think about it, right? I'm thinking about like doing things or uh, getting something done. And maybe it, uh, it leads to a, maybe a poor or negative interaction with someone. And I might not even recognize it, right? She'd be like, hey, Ben, you were kind of a butthole earlier. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about <laughs> going to get something done. Well, I know. Well, you mentioned your wife, Amy, there. I, I got to bring this up just because it went really viral there on Twitter uh, when yeah. you put out this uh, this tweet. And I'll put yeah. it on the board here. I'll cut to it. But when, when you put this out, I've seen some guys posting on social media lately about how they are winning because their wife is attractive. While I don't disagree, I think finding a wife who is a great mother is 500 percent more important. Thanks, Amy, for being such a great mom to our kids. Now, it seemed like people took this completely the wrong way and started yeah. accusing you of calling your wife uh, not not pretty or something like that. How did, what, what was your take even, on this yeah, thing? Even when you just read that back to me, I still I don't understand where people missed on that because the the literal point of, of the message, the literal point of the message was that attractiveness should not be the number one component. So by you know by root of that, I don't even mention her level of attractiveness. Right. Because that was the point of the tweet was it's it, maybe it's a little bit, and I acknowledge it's a little bit important, but I don't even mention that about her because that was not, not the point of the tweet. So, you know, I think people uh, social media sometimes can be malicious or, uh, you know, probably maybe take the worst possible um, angle on the tweet. But I think anyone who is smart and anyone who had good intentions understands what I was talking about. Oh, I, uh, I, I, I got what yeah. you were talking about just because, I mean, yeah. I talk about it m- myself, just saying how we live in this era where everything is social media, everything is the dating app. Yeah. And so you're judging people only by the way that they look. And that's it. And we think that if we that's the only thing that involved in dating, when if you yeah. don't have these discussions about finding out, hey, because my wife stayed at home with our kids, too. Uh, but it's like that's a conversation we had before we had kids. Like if these aren't things that you have conversations about and figure out beforehand, they're going to create nightmares for you later on. But we live in this society just seems like and your post i think is on point because it seems like that's the only thing that matters we see the bachelor bachelor in paradise we saw all these shows and the those only thing they ever make it about I, I rage on those shows <laughs> I, i've had a bunch of those guys on the show here i've had a lot of the bachelors on the podcast oh, some of them are the worst shows ever some of those guys yeah, are great guys like i want to be involved in the interview apparently the bachelor Like I've had, I, I, I've had, I've had Sean Lowe. He came on the podcast here. Jason Mesnick, the guy with the kid. 
Oh God, your view's being hijacked. Ben actually likes Sean Lowe. Well, why do I like Sean Lowe? I love Sean, Sean Lowe. Lowe. Sean Lowe's a I thought he was, I think he's a great guy. Oh yeah, I did. I met him. Yeah, sure, he's nice. Yeah, I, I some of those guys. Are, hi, Amy. Um, but but like I said, I, I I agree with the um the point you made in the post. What what did Amy think of the post? Was she offended by? Amy, Get her in here. What happened? Did you interrupting? I got it. I could see how someone could misunderstand it, which was hilarious. But all right, it was yeah. Funny. It was like Ben doesn't normally make public uh like complimentary <laughs> posts like that in the first time he tried. <laughs> uh, he got I buried. <sighs> I crushed it. All right, guys. <laughs> well, also, usually I have a podcast to do in my basement, but uh, we had an issue. Uh, we had a water leakage issue and we tore it up and then we finally just refinished it. And so everything is being finished down there now. So I don't have my office down there um, to be in. That's why I'm getting hijacked. Man, I'm in my bedroom closet here, so it don't matter where you are. It don't matter to me. Oh, you know? so good though. You got a nice background. I'm, I'm, I'm digging this background you got going on. Yeah, it's just some of the guys that have been on the show here, you know. So I try to uh, promote while I'm, uh, you know, podcasting here as well, Please. making it up as I go along. But uh, and let, let me get back into you as a father here for a second yeah. here, Ben. Uh, well, one of the things, one thing I'm, I'm definitely different with is the way I have three boys and a girl, and my discipline style is definitely different with my daughter than it is with my sons. And I wanted to say. What kind of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Um, hmm. I guess I would say probably yes. My dad was you know, blue collar, um, tougher disciplinarian. And I think I, you know, my wife, I, I raise my voice once in a while because it just captures their attention and it makes thing it makes them hear and understand what I'm saying a little more clearly. Uh, and that's as with anything, when someone raises their voice, everyone all of a sudden tunes in, right? Because they think, oh, something must be happening. I need to listen to. Um, but no, I think we just try to hold the values and try to be, you know, I think one of the things, and this is, I, I got the, I guess I would get this from wrestling. One of the things that I think parents struggle with and, and coaches struggle with is um, if you're led by your own emotions, then you're maybe not going to express the values uh, that you expect as clearly as necessary. So you you need to try to hold yourself um, at a balanced emotional state while you're we're giving discipline. And the discipline needs to be very expected. Like you know what they know what the expectations are. Um, and then there's a you know there's a clear like either you met the expectations or you didn't meet the expectations. Um, so I, th I think that's kind of the best way to do it. And sometimes a lot easier said than done. I know just from having teenagers in the house, sometimes I catch myself and I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm having this emotional reaction to it. And it's like, you know, I, I've interviewed guys like Jocko Willink has been on the show. And it's like he's a guy that just just breathes discipline. Like it seems like he never gets mad at anything, almost in a sense, like he could stay calm in any situation. Uh, and I, I find myself struggling sometimes to do that. And I try to bring myself back to reality and be like, OK, wait a minute. This kid's 15 and I'm trying to hit him with like a a, a, a real deep philosophical answer and going on a rant. I, I, guess well, I think myself. you can understand by that age. Yeah, I think, so. I, I, mean, I, I think so, too. I, I think sometimes, too, I, I try to get I, I come at them as as a, from from where I am right now and don't get into where they are at the moment. Like I oh, try to think sure. back to when I was 15 years old. My mindset yeah. was completely different than it is now. Yeah. Yeah. That may, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, from coaching athletes also, and I know my oldest at 10, um, I know I speak to her in ways that are maybe above her head, but it's like, I'm having an expectation that she is going to understand that in due time. 
and that you know the more she starts hearing it the easier she's going to take to it when it hits um you know when she gets that level of in intellect um and you know because that's at, at the end of the day you you know you want to be able to examine everything at an intellectual and logical level and say here is why i'm doing what i'm doing but i always hate it and my dad did this maybe sometimes not not a ton but i know whenever a wrestling coach did this i'm like i don't want this guy to be my wrestling coach do it because i said that's what should be done you know and it's like dude that's annoying af it's like tell me why like, tell me why I should do this thing or do it that way, because I think this way is better. And if you can't logically explain to me why this way is superior, then maybe I should do it my own way. Maybe you don't really understand the subject matter as well as possible. Right. And so then you extrapolate that to being a parent. I want to be able to say from intellectual and logical standpoint why I think this is the best way for my daughter or my son to behave. Um, and that's it. Yeah, I get that pushback with them, like something as simple as doing the dishes. Like they don't like, like you don't have to like it. You just have to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is a this has to be done and you're the one doing it. So it's uh, sometimes. Yeah. But you still you still get the attitude and that comes along with that. What about as far as your obviously you spent your whole career wrestling, fighting, uh, mixed martial arts, the whole bit. Are your kids involved in are you, are you getting them started young into that? Is that something that they're interested in? And what are their like opinions yeah. of your career and what you do? Uh, we don't talk a lot about what, what I do. Um, I mean, I think they know, I mean, my old star is 10. I think she understands by now a little bit, maybe not fully. Um, but I would say, so for our, our, we have them to do all athletics. Um, so they play everything. And my rule with my kids is that they have to do all the things until they're 10 and then they can start like picking and choosing, uh, wh what they want, you know? Um, and so my oldest daughter is 10 and right now she likes wrestling, gymnastics and soccer. So that's what she does. Um, and, and, you know, the other two are, are too young, but so they do, you know, Ozzy does T-ball and soccer and gymnastics and wrestling. And Andy does uh, wrestling and soccer and gymnastics. I don't think there's anything else for her. Right do, now. do you, do you coach the kids at all? Or you step back and watch it more from a sideline? Uh, in wrestling, I do, and in, so in soccer, I you know, no, all the other sports, I just go watch. And you know, in those sports, I don't try, I don't ever try to coach them from a, a technical perspective. And I, you know, at five, it's Ozzy. I'm not coaching anything. I'm just saying you need to listen to your coach and, and pay attention. And those, those are the expectations, right? Um, and but like with Alex, uh, you know, she's at ten now. It's, it, I've, I've had to make a few points where I thought her effort level was below expectation in in other sports right and it's like there's this is non-negotiable you are going to put out a high level of effort and if you don't then there's going to be consequences right we had luckily she's responded so we haven't gotten to what the consequences would be you know um because then like i said i have to figure out what those are but just a high level of effort is expected you will do that um and because that's how you're going to be successful so um you know there's been a few games where she's had kind of a you know lacks of days of going like no that's that's not acceptable well, let, let me get your take on uh, what happened here recently with the UFC with Israel Alessandro when he fought with uh, just recently against Alex there. And, and he did the thing in the ring where he mocked his son for falling down. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what is your uh, just I know just as a father, he's a father. Uh, Israel is not a dad, doesn't have kids. Um, but he did this and it was kind of got feedback from both sides. The kid, he taught the kid a lesson. Uh, people saying he, he shouldn't have done it. What's your take on what happened there? Yeah, I would say 
Um, he is very immature and needs to grow up. Um, because I think so. If, if, if there'd be one thing if he did it just just to be haha, you know, be funny, but I think he did it out of a level of malice and bitterness towards the kid. And the kid was like six. They don't know what they're doing at that point in time, right? I mean, the kid was like, if you look back the old video, right? The kid was really small in the old video. Um, yeah. So no bitterness and malice are are uh, very negative components and characteristics of an adult. And that's something like I actually talk about this a lot of wrestling is like um, using a chip on your shoulder as motivation, it, which like this would be a great example. Right. It's great motivation. I feel like until you're like 17, 18, 19, like so, somewhere in there. And then at some point, you got to be an adult. And if you continue your whole life with chips on your shoulder, you're not going to lead a happy existence. So, and yeah, at some point, I do feel like it is it is time to get rid of that type of behavior um and you know he's i believe he's in his early to mid 30s so he probably needs to be done with that but he does seem to have a lot of that and maybe i guess i guess the argument could be because he's still an active competitor and because that is a way that he does get motivated maybe he could argue that's effective but you know at some point he will be done and then then that stuff only makes your life negative yeah well said i i i think too i just think that coming from it the fact that i think if he was a dad himself or had kids he may have reacted differently yeah. obviously it must have really bothered him to the core because he was still real fresh right after the fight happened he just won yeah. this fight he regained the title and that's the first thing he thought of so it must have really been deep down uh bothering him in his core yeah for real uh so what's going on with you now here ben uh, w- w- i know you said you do the podcast what's coming up next for you you got any projects what are you working on what's what's coming up uh, nope. I just, uh, I run a wrestling academies. We're kicking butt and taking names. We're growing very quickly. Um, and then I just been podcasting and, you know, eventually I think I'll get to the point where I'm doing just the wrestling academies and that's it. Cause that kind of is, is my passion. Um, so yeah, that's it. Is there anybody you come back into the ring to fight? Any, anybody out there that would be uh, the one to say, Hey, I'm coming back. The, uh, the only one I would already retired. So no, I would not. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, last thing I want to hit you with here, Ben, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Yeah, uh, I would say be paid. <laughs> be ready to have patience. Right. I mean, that's that would, I think be the one thing, because sometimes yeah, I'm very impatient and in lots of things in life, uh, patience isn't all that necessary. Right. I, I would actually argue that in a lot of fields, people have too much patience. And they just, you know, kind of push, push, push that. I know it's true with wrestling and fighting. I can say those are true. Once in a while you got to patience, but it's not like a, a paramount um, characteristic. Whereas in parenting, you're going to have to be patient, uh, you know, especially when there's young, when they're young, there's just things they're not going to get. There's things you're going to do and you need to have patience with them. Um, and that's, you know, like I said, one thing that maybe you don't have in other parts of your life, but you need it as a dad. Yeah. Very well said. Love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Ben Askren, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here. First class fatherhood. All right. Have a great day. You have been listening to first class fatherhood. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order first class fatherhood advice and wisdom from high profile dads on amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.